1: It's Sunday. So you know that means the whole squad is in the building. Uh see the Bobby Hayes. We all in the building today. And we're going to talk about Khalil Herbert and Dante Foreman ranked as the 24th and 25th best running backs in, in the game. We're also going to talk about Colin Cowherd being a fucking idiot and now saying that the Bears should uh, be a playoff team after shitting on us all goddamn offseason. And we're going to talk about Dan Orlovsky uh saying Cole Komet is going to have a breakout year. We're going to get into all that and more on today's Chicago Bears
0: you are now tuned into Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content.
1: What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central. We about to get into it. First off, fellas, Pro Football Focus, uh, or PFF. It wasn't actually Pro Football Focus. It was pro Football Fantasy. Uh, I uh, came out and enlisted the best, tw- the best uh, running backs in the game. Dante Foreman. Uh, I'm sorry. Khalil Harper was 24th. Dante Foreman was 25th. David Montgomery, the former bear, just for reference, was listed as 23rd. <laughs> How you guys feel about these rankings? man? Um, I guess I'm
2: okay with the rankings. I guess they, they should have put a lot of things into context. Uh, Look, the Bears had one of the best running games uh, last season throughout the whole season. The best running game out the season. It wasn't just Justin Fields. It it wasn't just David Montgomery. Khalil Herbert definitely had a hand in all of that. Uh, He averaged damn near 6.6 yards per game. Uh, I think it was 5.7. He was, yeah, and, and he was a, he was a, he was breaking tackles, you know, he run at the contact, which is surprising to me, but he had a high, uh, run at the contact average, which was surprising to me. Uh, but it's okay. You got to prove it. Dante Foreman, they take it. They didn't take it to question that they lost one of the best running backs in the game in Christian Christian McCaffrey. Uh, he came in and he did pretty good. He ran for 900 plus 900 yards. So you could they could list whatever they want. So you just come in and show them what you can do the next season. That's it. But I ain't mad at it.
0: For me, at this point, for all the shade that keep coming to the team, it is what it is at this particular moment. I already know that they was going to put Brees Hall up there. But the crazy thing is he only played seven games. And then J.K. Dobbins, they was going to put him up there. You know, he only played eight games. These guys couldn't even play close to what the other guys was playing with. at least Because, you know, injuries going to happen for these running backs. But Khalil Herbert and Dante Foreman played more games than these guys. And then when you look at players, because I looked at one of the uh, rankers out there, they had Damian Harris above uh, Khalil Herbert as well, great, which yeah. absolutely makes no sense because the man played 11 games and only got you 462 yards. And Khalil Herbert got almost almost 300 more yards than this guy in just the same games, just about. So it is what it is at this particular moment for me. The hate going to keep coming. But once these guys, all these guys got a plan in the media and to the best come out and punch somebody in the mouth. And then they got to make a decision on what
1: they need to do. Back it up, back it up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just to clarify, I was pro football network that came out with that uh, list. And, you know, some of the names on the list, it makes sense. Like, I, but like the thing is with Khalil Herbert, we know he's never been an everyday starter. Right. And that, he, and he's not going to be there. When you look at our, our running back room, he's still not going to be there. And I think that's the, just the way that the NFL is going. So I'm not even going to knock him for that. But like, I, I I've said it before on every episode, like every bit of shade that the bears could possibly get a little thing to use motivation. We going to take it, man. We going to take it. And, you know, I, I look at Dante Foreman as well. And uh, I know we've made a lot of, uh, in general, like bears fans have talked a lot about Roshan Johnson, but we, we, to your point, I think you guys did a video on it, Like you cannot overlook Dante Foreman and how important he's going to be to this team as well, both the passing game and the running game.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's easy to look overlook him, uh, Dante. Yeah. Foreman. and you got Khalil Herbert, the incumbent, if you want to say, and you got uh, everybody's excited about the kid, Roshan Johnson. So it's easy to look look past him, but you bet not, because he might uh, might end up being the number one running back if if, if, if you're going to ask me. And I got to tell you the truth, I'm just going with my heart with Roshan. But to tell you the truth, Dante looked
1: like he might be the number one. To tell you the truth, for sure. I, listen, you can't knock it because that man, the, the the combination of size and speed that he has, bro, is, is honestly ridiculous. And yes, like so, I, I know I've I've personally and I hold myself accountable. I've talked a lot about Roshan because he's young. He's the rookie and he is the future of the running back position Absolutely. for the Chicago Bears. Let's not let's not make no no mistake about it. But we can't overlook the president. Dante Foreman. Hey, listen, he he's going to make sure his name is felt and heard this season. He's going to make his present known for the Chicago Bears. That's for damn sure.
0: For show, sure. and he already came in. He was like, "I ain't, I ain't competing for no backup spot. I'm competing to be the starter." <laughs> he said that, and that's what you want. You want, yeah. you want iron a sharpen iron. You just want to go ahead and put the best guy out there. And those guys in that in that room got to make each other better. So, hey, it's just gonna be a battle to watch. I'm excited to get ready and watch it because I want to see these guys truck some people. And, and, and Hayes, you was a running back. I was a running back too. I'm little as hell, and when I was trucking guys bigger than me. Oh yeah, you couldn't tell me I was It's a not. different feeling, bro. St- it's a you, di-
1: couldn't, you couldn't tell me nothing. It's a completely different feeling, bro. When you put a linebacker on their ass and then keep running, because oh. part of you wants to look back and be like, "Ha ha, motherfucker!" But then it's like, <laughs> go ahead and get this touchdown!" <laughs> <laughs>
0: right? You feel me? Come on, Nasa. It's a different level of uh, yeah. energy that comes out of you when you truck
1: somebody and put them on their ass. Absolutely, I- man. I remember when I first mastered the stiff arm, bro. That shit was like a. That was, that was a cheat code, bro You still arm somebody in that right spot And right below that shoulder And they, they uh-huh. it completely throw their balance off, bro That was mm-hmm. different
2: How about Man. you get them by that forehead And just throw them <laughs> down like like Derek Henry, a uh, Derek Henry uh arm, my Goodness. For real. But yeah, for man, real. our
1: running back room is gonna be great. It's gonna be one yeah. of our uh b- biggest and best weapons this season, and it's it's gonna be fun to watch. Um, now we gotta talk about it. you know me. I'm good with roasting the national media, especially yeah. Colin Cowherd. Man, like first of all, this goofy motherfucker been on TV for like 30 something years, bro. bro. Um, but he came out recently and said the Bears should be a playoff team, and there are no more excuses for Justin Fields. Listen, this is after. He has completely shitted on the Chicago Bears for the better part of a year, bro. The bro. a year. He was one of the first people to call Justin Fields a running back rather than a quarterback. Now all of a sudden he got no more excuses. I hate the national media fam. How, how are y'all feeling about this? Uh Colin Heard, I'll be honest, I used to enjoy
2: uh listening to Colin call Callherd. Uh it does seem like he pick and chooses his targets to pick on. Uh throughout his uh seasons of on his show, like it's either Russell Westbrook, Derrick Rose, uh the Chicago Bears, Justin Fields. Because he's wishy-washy, because he man, it seems like you guys got your quarterback. Justin Fields is amazing. And then three months later, he'll be like, Damn, Justin Fields, y'all better go ahead and get uh Bryce Young. You better drive Bryce Young. Uh, until now, Justin Fields, he he better get to the playoffs. And you know what? I do agree with him in that take that Justin feels. I I think it, no more excuses, no more holding his hand. Uh, he needs to do something really positive. Uh, playoffs also be awesome, but you got to be a positive season right here. I need like ten wins. Uh, but you can never. You know, they just making content, bro. They make a content, Colin Cowherd.
1: Colin Cowherd looks like he's he's the type of motherfucker <laughs> that he pays for motherfuckers' used panties. He got a whole <laughs> What? In the like he just like he just pays for used panties. I'm sorry, Bobby. Go ahead, man. I was
0: go. I was just gonna continue just to echo what Unc is talking about. Um, at one point we seen Colin Cowherd, and I I preface it that. I like some of his takes, not all of them. And, and that's what just about any uh, content creator, you are gonna like some stuff, you are gonna dislike some stuff. And then there's gonna be some people that you really be like, bro, I never agree with anything this man says because he sounds like an idiot, mm-hmm. you know? But the thing is, is that you can't come out in one take and say, you got your head coach, you got your GM, let's go Bears. Or some, you know, something along yeah. those lines. And then yep. come out and say, he's just not that good. He's a highlight, yeah. he's a highlight guy. We need to see him throw the ball more. La, 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 la. But and then he went on to mention that the Chicago Bears that they were ranked. I believe he always brings this up the Chicago Bears were ranked fourth, the offensive line was ranked 14 by PFF. I'm like, bro, we watch the game though. This is why we do like to reference the, the stats because they help build your, you know, build your take, build your story. But we also go to let's watch the game because you cannot tell me. On just about 80 or 90% of the damn uh, possessions in place, Sam Mustafer was getting blown up play Destroyed. after play after play. Hence why they had to go and say, all right, Justin Fields, if it ain't that, just run, bro. Get out of that. Just house. run, bro. Just run wow. Because there was no way that you can keep this man upright behind Sam mustafa who was getting pushed back. And then he had tried to, he was out there making phantom blocks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he was blocking uh, mug shadows
0: bro it was uh, go look at the film bro on some of those plays he was blocking nobody he'll be moving his hand there's nobody down <laughs> that's why he ain't on the team no more He's jogging, bro. <laughs> yeah. so like that's why i always go yes look at the stats they help tell the story but they don't yeah. tell the entire story what 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 are your eyes saying what does the film say as well so I give it to him, but I wouldn't say it's is playoffs a bust. Not right now. Especially with the team that they only won three games last season. Come on now. We at it least gotta we definitely can we definitely gotta be able to be an average team. Let's go nine and yes. eight at the minute. Yes, that's acceptable. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So I think it's steps to this, it's levels to this as well.
1: And that brings us to the title of this episode. Like, is, is it playoffs or bust for the Chicago Bears this season? And it could be, and by that I even mean a wild card, but like do the do the Chicago Bears have to get into the postseason this year for you guys to look at it as a success?
2: I'm kind I'm of, on, I'm on the fence because in, in one way I'm looking forward to that, but it, he might have a great season, Justin Fields. Are we talking just Justin Fields or are we talking the whole team as a whole I'm talking the whole team. team, the Chicago Bears as a team. I'm going to go ahead and say yes. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm gonna put the pressure on. Let's not hold their hand. I'm gonna go ahead and say yes. Uh I think we got plenty of talent. It's it's kind of unproven because we ain't seen it on the field. All uh, we seen is practice on OTAs and uh the uh the practice we had going on. But once we see it on the field and, and it looks an okay, the preseason's on its way. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Uh we need to get to the playoffs for sure.
1: Okay. All right, Bobby.
2: And
0: I and I totally understand that point too. Um, simply because the NFC is definitely wide open. Um, you wow. could probably say that the, the two de facto teams is the Eagles and the Niners, and then everything after that, you know what I'm saying, is just pretty much up in the air. Um, I'm still on the side of that it's not a bust, and I hate to compare it to them, but what if the Bears have a solid season and they just you know miss an opportunity in a few games, but they do end the season on a strong note compared to our counterparts like the Detroit Lions. You know what I'm saying? Like, what that's if that that at the end of the season they they struggle a bit, but towards that second half of the season they just hit it hard, and some things just don't follow their way when it comes to the other teams. But they still play every single meaningful game, and they win some of those games and get themselves and keep themselves in a the hunt. I would still say that's a successful season. You know what I'm saying? Because for the way just finish off real quick, the way that the Lions we gotta get you know speak facts when it is. The way that the Lions was able to close their season by beating the uh the Green Bay Packers, who always had their numbers just like ours, bro. That was a step in, that was a step forward for them. Yeah. I don't know how much for it, but it was a step forward for them. Yeah. yeah uh, I mean,
2: before before you go, uh Drip, I would like to say you gotta adjust to the circumstance in the in the season. I would say I'm with you. I give them that, give them that uh you should be able to go to the playoffs. But if you happen to struggle, just like you said, if you struggle in the beginning to the end in the beginning, you overcome and have a great season and you adjust to the circumstances, it's a good season. It's just different circumstances in that. go you. ahead, Drew. My fault. My fault.
1: No, no, you're good. You're good. You good. I, I I I since I since I, you know, we came up with the topic list and stuff, like it, I've been going back and forth on this. I probably switched my answer about 10 times. I don't even go in front of you. Yeah. Because in one hand, I look at how open the NFC North is and i say like that that's where we play most of our games i say like listen we can go above 500 in our, in our division which i think is realistically possible i i at that point i look at it like as a wild card you you got to g- kind of get in there but then at the same time we were 3 and 14 last season and it's kind of unfair to, to say let's go from that to let's go to now you have to make a play the playoffs or it's a bust because there's a lot of progression to be made between even a wild card and winning 3 games now the bears They tanked a couple of those games towards the end. There were a lot of games that they were close in as well. So I think that my expectation is at least like eight or nine games. And I do think that that's enough probably to get you a wild card. So by kind of that nature, I am going to say – that it's not a bust but i am saying that i am absolutely hoping that the bears at least make it into the wild card i think that's good for the development i think that's good for Justin Fields to get a taste of what playoff football is like to know what the preparation how you need to go into that and i think that that also would indicate that over the season the moves that we made worked right like right. Yeah. and that puts a, like we talked about before yes Justin Fields needs to progress this season Luke he has to as an offensive coordinator as well yeah. right but yeah. we got tons of tons of questions and so You know, with health, I think that's the thing too. Relative health, because you're not—I don't think anybody's healthy in the NFL after week two. Nobody's fully healthy except a couple of quarterbacks that don't get touched up. Uh, But other than that, like, you have to hope for progression from this team. And I'm—I'm going to say that. I here's what I'll say: They don't. I want them to. I want this season to mean something. Meaning by the end of the season, at least, let's be fighting for a wild card position. Yes. Like, uh, let's let the last few games mean something.
0: Oh, bro, I I, go on that. that.
1: I'm with in y'all on that too, mm-hmm. cause
0: um, Hayes, you said something that's very important to be fighting for that wild card spot. Cause we, are, most of us, would probably agree that you know the NFC East is the stronger of the you know the stronger divisions Absolutely. within that NFC conference. But then if you're looking at the NFC South, okay, one win out of that. But if you're looking at the Bears compared to those teams, you'd be like, okay, the Bears are right yeah. in the mix with that. Then you look at the NFC West. I mean, the Niners, and then you got the Rams. They they got a pretty good coach over there, some good pieces, but. They still gotta build that thing back up. So yeah. I think that is and that's what that's why Hayes, when you said that you kind of flip-flopping between the two, I understand it because you are looking at the rest of the teams within the NFC, you're like, man, how can how can the Bears not be in the mix in the hunt for that wild card spot?
2: It's crazy. Yeah. If if I could tell you, if Justin Fields don't perform, and I'll tell you the most pressure is on this kid. I love Justin Fields, bro. Yeah, and I know, and I and I, and I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna be great. Hey, but uh that Carolina pick, if they trash, you better perform,
1: my guy. You better perform. Hey, Caleb will look good, bro.
2: I'm telling you right now. Hey, listen,
1: I, go I on, don't man. I still don't know how to like I, people have asked that and I've seen it in the comments like I really don't know how to judge what that Carolina pick's gonna look like at all. And we yeah, shouldn't right. right now, it's still off season, but once the, the lights are on, that's what we'll start kind of being able to judge that. But like I don't know why I have this feeling that we still gonna get a top ten pick out of that, Bro.
2: bro. Yeah, some nice quarterbacks <laughs> coming up that's next. That's what's next the year early bro.
0: projection too—that the Bears will be picking in the top ten. You know, huh. That's the early projection, the super early projection. So we'll see. We'll definitely yeah. see. And I and, and I ain't worried. I think he gonna be great.
2: But dude, get on your shit though. I'm telling you, Ryan Pose don't play.
0: He yeah. Don't play. And the last <sighs> the last point I'm gonna make is the if we look at the Jacksonville Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence, they didn't have a good start, but. They Trevor Lawrence had to get find his way and find his rhythm. And in that second half, he took off to win a division. Off, yeah, took off to win a division. So you never know. It might just be a little slow start, and then boom, they hit the ground running, or it all clicks, comes together, you know. Because preseason and training camp is totally different from the actual season. So
2: yeah, is that the new rivalry that's gonna come up? I hope that's the rivalry, Trevor Lawrence versus Justin Fields. I think they the next. The next two, to, I know it's AFC NFC. You know what I'm saying? But you know, was it the same draft? I think it was the same draft. Same draft. draft. Yeah, same same draft. You know, I I like that matchup right there, bro. I like that Listen, matchup. Trevor
1: Lawrence is a damn good quarterback, bro. Yeah, like, and like, and, and and I'll say this: like, if it ends up being that it's those two as the, like rivalry, or the measuring sticks for each other, you can do a lot worse than that. Like, I know they're still very young; they still got a lot left to prove in their NFL careers, but like. You you want that measuring stick. You want your quarterback to be looked at as like, and when it comes to players are in their error, right around the same, you know, two three years around when they were drafted. You want your quarterback to be mentioned in there and be one that you have to look at and compare to. And you know, we'll see. I I, I think the utmost of Justin Fields. Um, I want to see how he's going to develop and grow as a passer, and I think you, he's already shown it. Like this dude can make plays with his legs all day. Yeah if you have to respect his arm and then even if you can guard uh, and, and, and stop that passing game, you still got to worry about him taking off with the way that he yeah. did. i say this right now. And I know people aren't people. He's a smarter runner runner than Mike Vick was 90% of Mike Vick, true. Oh, already. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's a way smarter runner. And yes. so mm-hmm. if you have the passing ability to, to pair with that, listen, that's going to be difficult right there. You just got to keep the weapons and you got to keep, um, you know, uh, you got to hope that Luke gets here, or you know, if Luke gets here the long-term offensive coordinator that he just keeps Drawing up new plays, keeps this offense interesting, keeps defenses on their feet. And uh listen, sky's the limit. I think him and DJ Moore are gonna really take off, bro.
0: Oh, yes. Next.
2: Oh, DJ Moore, it's gonna change his game dramatically, bro. Night and day, the passing game gonna be.
1: By the DJ way, hold on. Boy. I know that I know this ain't podcasting, but it's his birthday, and he wants to say hi. Leo.
2: Come on. Come on. Hey, hey Leo, hey, Leo. Hey, Leo, happy now birthday, still, Leo! Happy birthday, my guy. Right, Big bro. Dog? <laughs> <For real.
1: laughs> Motherfucking. 88 pounds of nothing but muscle bro it's oh, crazy bro. we got, some, oh.
0: we got some, some good dog yak for you big dog <laughs>
1: <laughs> he finna get his big ass bone and some doggy ice cream when I'm done with this So he that's, that's it all he want <laughs> <Yeah>, oh, <man. laughs> but alright next up uh, Dan orlosky has said that uh, Cole Kometa is gonna have a, a breakout year he didn't report on it this wasn't anything officially on ESPN this was on his Twitter uh, but hey, I've been saying it. I've been saying for for a couple of weeks now. I think Cole Komet. This is going to be the season where people start looking at him as one of the best tight ends in the game of football. What do you guys think?
2: Oh, I I second that motion. Uh, you know how much I love Cole Komet, the white rhino. He finna go. I need a thousand yards. I think he get us a thousand yards this season. Okay, what well, eight hundred? Could we be nice? Eight hundred, a thousand yards. Uh he could get crack a, a stack, can't
1: he? We gotta we gotta pass a lot for that. I'm just not yeah. I haven't seen it enough with Lugeti where I'm yeah. I'm ready to think we're gonna pass that much for because I think DJ Moore is gonna have an 1200 yeah. th- season. I don't know if we're gonna pass enough to have two thousand yard receivers yeah, the, this year. But you think yeah. he
2: improves the yardage that he had last oh, year? Oh, for sure. For sure. Okay, yes. as long as he approved that. That yardage from last year, get a couple more TDs. He, he' gonna be one of the best tight ends in the in the game this year coming up. I love me some white rhino cold commit, bro.
0: Mm, That's bro. Me. That sounds like the newest strain. If y'all catch my drift, <laughs> <laughs> if
1: y'all come on, if y'all come out with a white rhino strain, we need our our. <laughs> di- so we're we gonna, gonna plug
0: it. We just need a little, a little
1: bit of that <laughs> That's all yeah, we're to say on that.
0: But I think I think it's it's time, man. I think it's time for him. I think it's time for Justin Fields and all these guys to just continue to grow. Take that step forward. Um, this guy has been a part of tight end university for the last few seasons, and we seen what it did for him last year. Now he can go ahead and get around some of those better tight ends again. He could just go ahead and continue to take that step forward. I and honestly, shout out to Dan Orlovsky, former Detroit Lion. Hey. It was crazy when you ran out the end of the backfield, but uh, you've been throwing a lot of love to Chicago, so shout out to you, for real.
2: Don't that say a lot, bro? He's from Detroit. <laughs> He'll be talking about the Detroit hey, Lions, like he's. <laughs> you,
1: know, you know something I realized the other day, and I, I you know, Don Burr, right? Biggest Detroit Lions fan, yeah. that, that we know. You knew, realize what his name is backwards, right? Bird down. Oh, hey, that's yeah. why he's low-key Bears fair, was... bear, bro. He's low-key like, in the club, he's low-key and Bears fair, bear, bro. I just had that's to put crazy. that together. I'm like, wait yeah. a second, bro. Wait that's a that's second. Crazy. Wait, what are we doing here, bro? Uh, ultimate trope. <laughs> and that's why he be, he be in every single Chicago Bears uh YouTube channel, bro. I had to think about it. I'm like, his name's Don. Wait a second, Don Burr. Burr you yeah. ain't, you ain't, ain't draw. Draw. you ain't. <laughs> <laughs> For real. But uh, Cole Kmet stats last season: all 17 games played, 50 receptions, 69 targets, 544 yards with seven touchdowns. I I agree. I think two. I think I think I do think that he can get double digit touchdowns this year. I will say oh, that yeah. the way yes. that we use him in the red zone, us being improved, having a better offensive line, I say. Well, the thing is, Robert Tyus there too, and Robert Tyus definitely yeah. gonna be using it. In mm-hmm. So uh, he may not get double-digit touchdowns just because of having an additional tight end out there that going those two tight end sets. But Cole Komet's gonna have a big season this year. I oh, agree.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna oh, set yeah. that mark at 800 yards for sure. He that's gets, tight. That that that'd be that's effective. Me. I think that's, that's gonna. I think he gets that mark for sure. He I mean, I definitely think they're gonna open this up. He getting about okay. 75, 80 for sure. Ooh,
1: that's killer. Yeah. I agree with that. That's I big time. That. I agree, I too. That's and big I think time. we're going to be in the red zone a lot more uh, next season. And I think, like I said before, like, just imagine this. There's a realistic world in which you have DJ Moore and and uh, Darnell Mooney out there on, in the red zone with Robert Tanyan and Cole Komet and possibly Dante Foreman line up at halfback and Roshan Johnson at fullback. How do you right. stop
2: that? Red zone red percentage got to go up. It he got it. You can't. It's too many weapons. It's too many like, weapons. Right. Yeah,
1: gets get, and that's what we're talking about. You know, uh, Kyle Hurt saying Justin Fields has no more excuses. Luke Getsy has no excuses. That's
2: left. a better. That's a better take. None.
1: No excuses to show what you. We saw. Bobby said it so many times. There were so many opening drives where we we're like, "This motherfucker is a genius." Yes. And then as we go on through the game, it was like, "Hey, man, what happened? <laughs> what happened? There? What happened after opening drive? That Bro, was what sweet. We, but what happened?
0: Did Mac start calling
1: plays for us again? <laughs> but he has no excuses now. We need to see that consistent play call. So yeah, absolutely. Man. that was he, a better. He take. clocked
0: out after the first drive. I'm telling you, He's right. like, All right, that's it's enough. like it's like he spent home. the
1: whole week leading up to the game, like, I'm going to come up with the perfect first drive ever. All right, what are we going to do the rest of the drives? I don't fucking know, but we're going to have a great first drive. So. <laughs> <laughs> you see him on go, the side Nagy, like,
2: and like oh, <laughs> second and 15. <15." laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, it also, I mean, you can't keep your quarterback upright too. It's kind of hard to plan. Uh, so, yeah. you know, yeah. so hopefully we see a lot better with that. Um, ultimately, like, I think that this offense, we're going to see – and it's, I, I want to always temper expectations. It's not going to be right away. At least I'm not expecting it right away. But mm-hmm. around week four, week five, watch how this offense starts coming together. That's all Agreed. I'm going to
0: say. Agreed. And um, Swindle, I, I believe, posted in the comments saying that uh, week three versus Kansas City will be a good measuring stick on how far back mm. we is. Because Andy Reid is a genius on offense. Then you got already an all-time great quarterback in Patrick Mahomes, and they know how to cook. We gonna we gonna see a lot to see if the Bears know how to compete in the right ways against that team, a championship okay. team.
2: I'm that's a, a I'm a I, okay. I'm a I'm a I, I hear what you're saying, but I don't, I think them young them young uh, cornerback, the young defensive backfield gonna have a lot of trouble. That might be a uh kind of an ugly game. I hope it doesn't. But that's not put too much stock in that game. I don't want to put too much stock in that Kansas City game,
0: bro. I For don't. sure.
1: I feel, I feel you. where you're coming from. I feel, and we're in, we're at Kansas City that game too. Yeah, right? uh, yeah. yeah. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a do. tough
0: outing. I think it's, it's gonna, gonna be tough. I mean, it yeah, could. Hey, we can tough. always be wrong. It's any given Sunday. The, the the Chiefs lost to the Colts last year. I'm just saying.
2: Yeah, you know, yeah, but
0: anything uh, can man. happen. But I think it's still gonna be good to see how, how does my team perform against one of the best Absolutely. teams. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? And, and on the defensive side, Edmonds gonna be able to, you know, be a leader and be like, hey, we played these guys in, in, in some of the most uh, meaningful games. This is what they're going to do. This is what they like. And you can see how they're going to come prepared. We're going to see.
1: Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I agree. You can't overlook that at all. When you look at, since you guys brought it up, when you look at some of the measuring stick games on the schedule next year for the Bears, what are some of the ones that stand out to you? One of the ones I'm looking at big time is the Bills. I know towards the end yeah. of the season, I think that's what we... Fourteen, I believe. I don't have it on the top of my head. I may be completely off on that one. But when we play face the Bills this year, I'm definitely going to be locked in, seeing how the Bears perform in that. Game.
2: Absolutely, that's one of the top tier uh, teams in the NFL. I agree with that one. But I'm gonna go go ahead into the first game. We got to beat Green Bay, bro. We got if we're gonna start oh, running. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm mistaken. Pay no mind. Bills is actually preseason. See, that's why I said uh, I didn't have the schedule. <laughs> okay. Up in front of okay. <laughs> Uh, preseason. I'm tripping hard on okay. that one. So, yeah. uh, there you go. Uh, there ain't no <laughs> measuring <laughs> no, no stick. There ain't no yeah. measuring stick. Take that, take that and throw it. it. Get Don't get worry right. about what oh, I said. Bro. I, I was smoking that white rind. <laughs> 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 My country cousin
0: say they have been doing that for a minute. And they, hey, hold on now. <laughs> oh, uh, you know we what? I missed it up. <laughs> in the a sounds
1: like the exact type of place they have something called right, the right, right. right. now. <laughs> not even surprised on that. Uh, but all right, uh, looking at the schedule, what, what do you guys th- What are some of the games you're looking forward to? The most?
2: Oh, I'm definitely going to the game one. Uh, we got to be oh, green. Going? Uh, no, I ain't going to game one. We might be we oh, talking about
1: We got a conversation. We ain't locked it in we thinking about
2: it. Yeah. it. Uh, but we got to beat Green Bay. It got to start here. If we're going to take the North, it's the, I don't care if they ain't got Aaron Rodgers. We got to start beating Green Bay. It starts the first game of the season. And if and that could catapult us right through the season. Catapult us. Like, oh, we could beat these guys. We ain't beat these guys in how long? Three, yeah. three, four years? It's time to beat these guys, bro. It's time to. And get rid of them. Put them in the
0: rearview mirror. That's bro. Good. I'm tired of them, bro. That's
1: it. I feel you, there
0: That's good. The game I'm going to go to is the Bears versus the Chargers. reason I'm picking it is because mm. it's, it's Sunday night, and it's a few weeks into the season, and you're going to be tested. You're going to already then play the Chiefs. You're going to play the Vikings. You're going to play – uh. you got to get your lick back against those commanders, but on Sunday night football where the world is watching against the Chargers, against who, who a lot of people, you know, got uh, Justin Herbert up there, the Bears got to perform. The Bears have to perform on that. Cause now you, fact. you can't, you can't go to, well, it's still early in the season. No, you gotta start hitting. You gotta start, you know, getting that pedal to the metal. So for me, that'll be where I'm gonna really start keying in on. It's right there. Sunday night, October 29th, it's going
1: down against the Chargers. That's fair. Yeah. That Chargers game is going to be big. I mean, I really, yeah, of course, the Packers. That goes without saying. But really, when you look at it, every game that we've – and the Chiefs, but every game we play in our division is highly important. Yeah, oh, yeah, agreed. Everyone that we play in our division. Yeah. So, that's can't overlook any of that. That's what somebody uh, did I'll, say. I'll say this, too. I don't want to overlook the Browns either. I know they yep. they they may have a bad season, but like especially when you look at our defense and how the secondary is gonna grow, they are absolutely gonna attack Tyreek Stevenson as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be an important
2: yes. game for us also. Yep. Yes. LA first game we played Detroit Lions. It's time to put them in their place too. They, oh, yeah, we they up there. That. yeah. They, yeah, say we the top favorites for the uh division. So for real. Let's place them.
0: <laughs> you got Auburn Rock coming up on his on his podcast, talking about some our wide receivers, mid.
1: Okay. Who what? Okay. Did he God say that? that? No, yes, I didn't even see that, bro. It, it went, that would have been that would have been that would have been the was, leading content. Yeah, it was
0: a while back.
1: It was a little bro, clip I, I had caught.
0: Wait, I, the wide receivers we can't even compare. He said, all wide receivers he said to the, the Detroit. Li- he said the Detroit
1: Lions got the best receiving core in the NFC North. The best receiving core in the NFC North. I mean that that's him betting on himself, I guess. Yep. But like. Bro. It's literally him and a bunch of question marks. That's yes, it. Is. Like, let's be real on this. That's <laughs> like, it, bro. Like, what what are we talking about, bro? I mean, if you if you feel like you are gonna elevate your people that much, the next one closest to you was uh, Jameson Williams, and that motherfucker suspended. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, like, what are we talking about? Is he hey, is is on, he bro. like is he top five?
2: He a top five receiver in the in the division, uh, but he like three, four. He not one or two because it's Justin Jefferson. DJ Moore, and then probably him. Okay. And that kid in, in the Green Bay is pretty good, too. I like that kid. I, I, Christian Watson. Yeah. Yeah. Christian Watson. Right
1: now, for Amon St. Raw, like- <laughs> <laughs> Amon Raw St. Brown, whatever the fuck this nigga's name is. I'll tell you right now. Y'all can have Chase Claypool and Darnell bring Amon Raw St. Brown to the Bears. I don't give a fuck. But what I'll say, he's not on the Bears. And what I'm going to say right now, we about to put you on your ass. So don't oh, even worry. Bro. Yes. I'm ready for the Detroit Lions talking so much. Shit, they didn't even make the playoffs, y'all. Not even <laughs> roaring, y'all. Purring right now, so <laughs> not, <like> <laughs> boy, like, not purring. Boy. Burn, Burn. 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 Man, <laughs> bitches. shut up. That's funny, uh, bro. But anyway, anything left, fellas, before we get up out of here, bro?
2: Closer and closer, y'all. It's on its way, man. See me at training camp. I'm gonna get y'all some good content. Uh, bear down. Oh, bro. We
0: coming. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but uh But, hey, shout out to everybody in the chat. Miss Taylor, I see you made it on time, or, or did she you did. not? She <laughs> did. She did. Uh, she did. was here early. She was <laughs> early. Right, yeah. Cool. So y'all listening now. So make sure y'all head on over to Shabu's podcast and NBA Central. We definitely, we humping over there, as the old school and the old heads used to say. And y'all make sure y'all hit my man's haze up on all social media platforms at CEO Hayes. Let's go, baby. Chicago up and bird out, as y'all yes, say, you dude. already
1: know, make sure you follow the show at Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, ChicagoBearCenturyRugima.com. Last, you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, 773-270-2799. We're the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. Like Bobby just said, Town up, Bear down. Love you guys. Peace,
0: y'all. no real.